Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another podcast episode of Single Plus. My name is Daria White. Thank you all so much for tuning in on today. I hope and pray you guys had a great weekend. For today's episode, this is probably going to be a blog post, but I wanted to go ahead and uh, record this episode first because this really resonated with me and it's interesting how God is just allowing my mind to just break this down how it relates to singleness and dating and it's going to come from a scripture that we may not be as familiar with unless you're in a really deep bible study right now but according to Joshua chapter 13 verse 33 This is after the land has been divided. They divided it by lots, which was a way for them to decide things back then. If you remember, even the soldiers casted lots for Jesus's robe when he was on the cross. So casting lots wasn't uncommon. So it kind of had a feeling like rolling the dice. But God used this particular action to separate the land between the 12 tribes. But one particular tribe did not receive any land. And you would think, wait a minute, after 400 years of being in bondage in Egypt, and then 40 years of wandering in the wilderness, now the new generation is here. They've crossed the Jordan, they've defeated Jericho, they've conquered so many kings and these other, uh, these other different uh, nationalities, like the Canaanites, the Hittites, the Jebusites, the Girgashites, every ite you can think of, they conquered because God gave them authority and he was with them in all their battles. And Joshua, you know, obeyed the Lord and he followed him in everything that he, uh, that God told him to do. So with this particular tribe, they did not receive a portion of land. It says in Joshua 13, verse 33, but to the tribe of Levi, Moses gave no inheritance. The Lord God of Israel is their inheritance, just as he said, to them. And that, again, it just resonated with me so much. Because how many of us as singles feel like everybody else is getting theirs but me? Hmm? (laughs) How many of us feel like that? How many times have you seen a Facebook post or an Instagram post and you saw hashtag relationship goals or hashtag vacation or hashtag love of my life or whatever? And as a single man or as a single woman, you're looking at that and you're thinking, when is it going to be my turn? When is that going to happen for me? Or Lord, how much longer do I have to put up with casual dating where I'm serious, but the other person isn't serious or I'm willing to give my all, but this person isn't willing and it's not mutual. Or let's say it got into a situationship and I made mistakes and I know I shouldn't have gone there. Or maybe it's a friendationship and emotional boundaries are being crossed and physical boundaries are being crossed, but there's no commitment. And it's like, God, wait a minute. Why does it feel like everybody else is getting their portion but me? And I can only imagine how the Levites felt at the time. They're like, wait a minute, we're part of the family. (laughs) We're part of the tribe, right? Like we're a rightful heir to what's ours. So why is everybody else getting land but us? But if you look at scripture, the Levite tribe was chosen to be the priestly tribe. So they were those that were able to go into the tabernacle. They were able to go into the Holy Holies. Like God chose them specifically for a job to do. So their inheritance came from him. He was their portion. He was their everything. And he made it to where the other tribes supported them. So it's not like God just left them homeless with nothing. The other tribes supported them. If you look into how the other tribes were supposed to give to them, 
So even though it says that in Joshua 13, 33, the Levite tribe wasn't given an inheritance of land, but they received an inheritance from the Lord. So is it really a loss? Is it really a loss if you're still receiving from the Lord, even if it doesn't look like the way that you thought it would, even if it comes in an unexpected package, or even if it means you have to wait a little bit longer versus those that got it before you, right? Again, this is going to end up being a blog post as I write this out to go into more detail, but I'm just kind of giving you a summary of what it is that, you know, God would just allow to go through my mind because it can feel like you're being shortchanged. It can feel like, God, I don't understand. What is your plan here? What is it that I'm doing wrong? And the thing is, you may not be doing anything wrong. You may be doing everything right. You may be living in your purpose. You may be serving in your community. You may have a strong prayer life and you're in the word and you're wanting to grow your faith and you're watching what you say and you're not going back to toxic relationships. You could very well be doing everything right according to you. But that doesn't necessarily mean that God's will may be different than what you thought it would be. And his ways are higher than our ways. His thoughts are higher than our thoughts. So I know that this can be tough to understand at first. I know it can sometimes be a hard pill to swallow because we're like, God, I don't get what you're doing. But like I said before, you can trust that he's working on your behalf. You can trust that he has your best interest at heart. So if you ever feel like the Levi's, <laughs> the Levite tribe, like, God, I don't get anything. You have no idea what he has for you. You have no idea what he may be saving for you. You have no idea what may be around the corner. And if you're not watching the crazier faith series with Pastor Michael Todd from Transformation Church, I encourage you to watch it because there are so many things happening in the heavenly realm and the spiritual realm that we have no clue about. We're so focused on what's happening in the reality, you know, what we can see, what we can touch, what we can feel, but God sees the bigger picture in the heavenly realm. And he knows what has to happen in the heavenly realm to get you to where you need to be down here on earth. But what we can do is stay in tune with him so that we can pray on earth as it is in heaven. But if we're out of sync in his will, if we're out of tune with him spiritually, then we're not going to have that line of communication. A lot of us are asking God for stuff, but we're not really in direct communication. You're only praying when you need something. You're only praying when you're lonely. You're only praying when you need a job. You're only praying when finances are tight, but is it a consistent relationship with Jesus Christ? Now, that doesn't mean that you're not going to slip. That doesn't mean you're still not going to make mistakes. But are we intentional? Just as intentional you are about getting married, just as intentional as you are about being in a relationship, just as intentional as you are about everything else, are you intentional about your relationship with God? Is he number one in your life? And he made it to where he set the Levites apart to be his chosen people when it came to doing priestly duties. These were special people that he chose because not everybody could come into the temple. Not everybody can come into the tabernacle. Not everybody could just come in and out like that. God has specific rules. We had the outer court. Okay. We had the inner court and then we had the Holy of Holies. Now we have full access because of what Jesus did on the cross. But back then God was like, wait a minute until you have atoned for your sins. Then no, you can't just come in here like this into my presence because God can't be around sin. God can't tolerate sin. His very nature hates sin. He loves us because we're his creation, but sin is a no for God. 
it's a no for him. So for the Levites to be set apart to offer the sacrifices on behalf of the people, they had to be special people. That's why God did not take kindly when they would do things to, you know, disrespect that, you know, or even with uh, Eli's sons. If you look in the Old Testament, yeah, Eli was in the temple, but his sons were doing anything and everything. And it's like, look, you can't just do that. Look, don't, don't come into the presence of God acting any kind of way. So it does, it does have us take a look in the mirror once again. And for a lot of us, we may not want to do that because when we really look in the mirror, we got to see, oh yeah, God, I, I got to change some things. Maybe this hasn't happened because I have yet to finish this here. Maybe I do need to work on this. Maybe I do need to grow in this. We've talked about it before, but some of us need to be reminded, me included. <laughs> okay, so this is not to say that you're terrible. This is not to say that you're a horrible believer. We're all sinners. We've all fallen short of the glory of God. There's none righteous. No, not one. God knew that we were going to mess it up. So that's why he sent Jesus to be our atonement. That way we don't have to do all the sacrifices that they used to do back in the Old Testament. We have a perfect lamb who gave his life willingly on the cross to save us from our sins. And he is there for you. He's with you right now. So I hope that that... Um, resonated with you in some way it really hit me when I was reading it and I've read through the book of Joshua before this is technically I think my third time maybe or fourth time going through the Bible in this particular study I am going through it with Proverbs 31 ministries I've been using their app to really help me engage in the Bible because that's just me for some of you you could open up the Bible no problem you can read but for a lot of us we like Bible plans so I'm one of those people <laughs> so we're going through the book of Joshua again and this verse really stood out to me and it just related so quickly when it came to this topic of singleness and relationships and I really asked myself how did the Levites feel as they were dividing up the land and here they are like wait a minute we're a part of it too we're one of the tribes we get nothing but they didn't realize that God gave him him <laughs> They had God as their inheritance. And yes, material things are fine. Yes, relationships are fine. Yes, money is fine. There's nothing wrong with money. There's, there's nothing wrong with having, you know, six-figure businesses. There's nothing wrong with having land and real estate. There's nothing wrong with any of that. But if God is not part of it, then what do you really have? In my book, you got nothing. You got nothing. Because if money, success, and relationships solved everything then we would see a difference in the world. But obviously, people can't fulfill us. Obviously, material things can't fulfill us. There is a God-sized hole on the inside of every single one of us, and only he can fill it. If you're trying to fill it with other things, you are going to lose every single time. And I don't know about you, but I don't want to lose. And the only way I know that I can win is with Jesus Christ. That doesn't mean that I won't have battles that may wear on me. But as long as I'm with him, I'm not really losing. It may feel like a loss. It may feel like someone got the upper hand. It may feel like I was overlooked, but God is still working things out on my behalf. And as long as I obey him and trust him, he's going to work out everything for my good and he will do the same for you. So Lord, thank you for those that are listening right now. Father, it may feel like we've been shortchanged. I can't imagine what the Levi tribe felt back then with everybody else getting a portion of the land. And they felt like, wait a minute, what about me? And a lot of singles, God, feel like that. What about me? God, why is it at my turn? God, when is it going to happen for me? God, really, I'm going to walk away with nothing? But Lord, according to your word, you were the inheritance to the Levi tribe and you provided for them. 
you made sure that they wanted for nothing because they were your chosen. They were your selected few that were able to come into your presence on behalf of the people. They were able, Father, to lay the sins before you and atone for the people to plead on their behalf, Lord God, what a special privilege it is to be in your presence like that, to where your glory fills the temple, to where your glory filled the tabernacle. And they were the first to experience it before it even reached the people, Lord God. So Father, I pray that we as singles, men and women, that we will not shortchange you being our inheritance, our first priority. Yes, other things are fine, but if we don't have you, then we're really missing out. So Father, I just pray that you bring comfort to those that are feeling the the loss of not having anyone, the void of not having anyone, especially as we approach Christmas of 2021. Father, I thank you that you are still the reason for the season, despite the commercialism of Christmas and how people want to throw in everything else and take you out of it. It is still the season that we celebrate the birth of the greatest gift you could ever give us, which is Jesus Christ. He is our inheritance. He is our priority. He is our number one. He is the best gift we could have ever received. And I pray, Father, for those that have strayed away from the faith, that you will bring them back to you, that they would feel the tug on their heart right now, Lord God, to call out to you in, 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 in repentance, Lord God, to say, God, I'm sorry for trying to do things my way. I'm sorry for trying to force things the way that I thought I wanted them. But Father, I need you in my life first. I want to make you priority first. I want to get better at getting in my word. I want to grow. I want to mature so that I can be solid in the faith, Lord God. So Lord, I thank you. And I thank you, God, that you always come through. It may not look the way that we think, but you always come through. And as long as we stay in direct communication with you through prayer, through obedience, through worship and your word, Lord God, then we will know your perfect will because you will reveal it to us. If we ask you, you will tell us, Lord God, you may not tell us all at once. You may tell us as we need to know, but Father, you will share with us because it is your heart. You don't withhold good things from your children. And no, you don't have to tell us everything, but with what you do tell us, I, I know that we can trust you at your word, especially your written word. Jesus, you are the word. We thank you, we praise you, we love you, in Jesus' name, amen. Thank you all so much for listening. I pray that this resonated with you. I pray that it blessed you as it did me. And if you have not registered for our first mini conference for February of 2022, I encourage you to do that. The link to register will be in the description for this episode. Go ahead and get in on that now because the special early bird pricing is going to end next week as early as December 6th. So don't sit on it. Please pray about it. If this is something that you believe that God has put on your heart to go ahead and participate in. And I hope that you are there. Thank you all once again. Stay safe. And I will talk to you all next time. Bye.